0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
1: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. millennials. Welcome back to The Toast and happy Monday. Hope everybody had a glorious weekend. Speaking of glory, it's Jux, a glorious gal. Wow, thank you, Later Dalu. I, I mean, think- if you wanted to, you could call me Gloria. Gloria. Gloria, Gloria. Everybody used to sing that song to me when I was a kid, like Claudia, Claudia. And honestly, I have a lot of love for that song. Shout out and- Gloria Estefan. It's very apt. I thought you were going to be like, they were singing it and they were singing it wrong. Like, no, she might as well have been saying Claudia. No, and they everyone adjusted when they would sing it to me as a child. They'd be like, Claudia, Claudia, you're always on the run now. Claudia. Used to be true. I used to always be on the run. But you're always on the run now because you're always in the gym working on your fitness. No, because I'm always saying yes to life, running to the next fabulous event.
1: So true. You said yes to a lot of life this weekend. No to some other life. It was a nice balanced weekend, I think, it for runs. you. It was was a nice balance weekend for me as well. Mostly kid time. I don't think I did anything else, but I read a lot because we're recording the new episode of the Redheads today. I love books. I hope one day to have a child who loves to read. Yeah, and if they do love to read, I'm Mm. so happy to let you know that my children's book comes out in eight days. We're officially in the single digits. Today is Monday and it comes out next Tuesday. So tomorrow will be
0: one week. I'm freaking out oh my god I like I knew it was coming out like in the middle of October but I didn't realize eight days October really snuck up on us I feel like the first of the month being on a weekend it just kind of is irrelevant it snuck up on us but I'm happy that it's here I'm happy
1: to go into October it's pub month next week is pub week so my book the Camber and the counselor comes out on Tuesday I'm coming to New York next week for the pub week to you know Build up, be with Claude. You know, there's no one else I would rather celebrate with. And I'm planning some really fun events for the week that I'm in town. But confirmed, I can let you guys know New Jersey Toasters. I am doing a book signing at Books and Greetings on Saturday, October 14th at 11 a.m. It is in Northvale, New Jersey. So it's like 20 minutes out of the city. I'm so excited to sign some books, kiss some babies, meet some toasters, and also just like hang out with the kids. I tried to choose a very kid and mom friendly time for the The book signing because it's like the perfect activity for a Saturday afternoon. I'm personally always looking for things to do with my kids on the weekends, and I feel like this is going to be so fun. While you're waiting in line, there'll be fellow toasters, fellow kids. You can make friends, have a play date, get your book signed. That's so cute. I'm so excited. Like, I'm genuinely excited to attend this event. Mm -hmm. If you want to secure your spot, there will be an Eventbrite link up later today. I'll post it as soon as I have it. Or you can call Books and Greetings in Northvale, New Jersey, and secure your spot, get your book and make sure that you will be attending the signing um that is what I'm right now most excited for for launch week
0: no not me wishing now I had a kid so I could bring him or her to the event and like just drop him off and I'll go shopping you know there's like tons of capable mothers in that room somebody just watch (laughs) my kid I'm gonna get him out of care or
1: you could come to the event and borrow a child for
0: a couple minutes at a time which is your favorite it is my favorite thing to do, like find a kid that I just connect with, like a really cute one and make him mine for a total of ten minutes. right. until your arms hurt and you're over. right. It. And I'm hungry, and like the kid's annoying me pulling my hair. Yeah. That's so exciting. I'm so excited. So October 14th,
1: 11 a.m., Books and Greetings, Northvale, New Jersey. More details on my Instagram later today, but you can call them up and reserve your spot if you really want to come. It's going to be so much fun. I'm re- I'm so excited. We've done so many meet and greets, especially with Spritz, Spritz at the liquor store. And like my favorite ones are when there are
0: kids that come of by. Course. And this is going to be a meet and greet of all kids. I can't wait. No, and it's going to be a meet and greet of all kids whose mothers or fathers are toasters, and that just kind of hits different, you know. Yeah, you're also welcome to come without your
1: child, or oh, if you course. don't have a of child. Course. But I just think it would be it will be so fun
0: for parents and children alike. Yeah, but if the moms like kind of have had enough, feel free to leave the, leave the kids with dad. Bring a cocktail. Bring a
1: cocktail. Bring take a spritz, an Uber. Take an Uber and relax. And hang with some toasters. Yeah, it's really for everyone, but I'm very glad that it's
0: going to be very kid-friendly. Yeah, me too. That sounds so fun. Next week is just going to be fabulous. I can't believe it's already here. I really, I think, anticipated it being the week after next. Yeah. So I need to like rejigger my whole mental state. You do. Plus, I'm doing Talk Shop Live next week. Like, Prepare oh, yeah. to be sick of me. And That's if- how you know a press tour is going well, when everyone's sick of you.
1: if you want me to stop, just pre-order my book, The Camera and the Counselor at Amazon, Goodreads. Barnes and Noble, Books of Talk Shop Live. No, it's, it's not. You can order a book it. on Goodreads. No. I just am always talking about Goodreads. So it was yeah. it was the first to, to come to mind. Trulia, IndieBound, Target, Walmart, wherever you want to get your books, The
0: Camper and the Counselor. So excited. Jax, we're so excited for you. The whole Toast community is kind of ablaze. And excited to report that I finally got copious copies of my
1: book. I had the one since May that Harry has read to filth mm-hmm. and now I have a copy that I can keep in the studio because he won't let me take his copy up to the studio so now I can show you and tell you the camper and the counselor the books are here I'll give a little and, sneak yeah. peek of a page you haven't seen yet Ooh. Ooh, you know what this is actually my favorite page I'm gonna give you a little see. peek it's the campers at the lake it's kind oh, of it a kind p- of that's where like the plot kind of takes a turn
0: <laughs> it's a pivotal moment for our camper
1: I want say
0: there's kind of a, a plot twist nobody sees coming at the lake. You think? When Snitch does what she does. Yeah. And then the result of that doing, it's, it changes the landscape of the book completely. It, it really does. Changes Actually, I would, the argue, I would argue that the lake is like a turning point. I feel as though at the lake is where the campers really start to believe in and trust their counselor. Yeah, because things hadn't gotten hard
1: before that. Yeah, we're all having fun. It's camp. Right. It's it easy is to love. Right. But no, the counselor had to do some serious counseling at the lake. No, totally. Also, because I got copies of my book this weekend, I was able to give a copy to Michaela and Levi. Mm-hmm. And Michaela loves The Parent Trap. Yes, she does. So I felt like I already... Was coming in at an advantage. Like, here's yep. the book version of your favorite movie,
0: Michaela. No, like literally the outfits that the campers are wearing are so similar to the Camp Walden. Yeah, also, Camper has red hair. Oh, my... Oh, my God. I didn't even put together how... Camper? Does Camper have a name? Not in the book.
1: Because it's all from her POV. But this is right. something that I thought about I was like should I put her name in there was a version where she does introduce herself but I was like no she's just our camper
0: no because she's every girl she is all of us exactly oh I love that um I didn't put together how she's literally Hallie and Annie is she more of a Hallie or an Annie oh she's an Annie she's a proper through and through no she's like an American girl oh so she's a Hallie oh yeah no I think she's a Hallie you do Oh my God, Camper's so American. She's got like love handles, which we love, (laughs) which is so American. No British bitch has love handles, like that's for sure. And she's the short red hair where Annie came in with the long red hair. Yes, but also like Camp is so American. Sorry, she's Hallie, like no question. Okay, fine, agreed. Also, the book comes out on October 10th and Hallie and Annie are born October 11th. So they literally get like an exciting birthday gift the day before their birthday and they could spend their entire birthday October 11th. Yeah, it's very, the book book. is very Parent Trap coded, honestly. Perfect use.
1: But it's not intentional. Like the uniforms, as we said, are uniforms from where we went to camp. She has red hair like me. I guess I'm just Parent Trap coded. Or Parent Trap is Jackie
0: O coded. I think Parent Mm -hmm. Trap like came out like, actually like when we were in camp. Maybe it was art imitating life. yeah. Perhaps. There was the original version, but whatever. Nobody counts that one. Nobody counts that one. Trust and believe. And so I was happy to report that Michaela loves the book. Oh, I mean, I never doubted for a second because Michaela values, you know, good shit. And I went to Olivia's last night for Tacos
1: at Trout's.
0: Oh, I'm so jealous. By the way, we had to tell everyone tacos at Trout. So
1: when Ben and Claudia were here last week, there was one night where Ben came in. He's like, what are we doing for dinner? And we were going to be having tacos at Olivia's. So I was just like, tacos at Trout's. And he was like, what's tacos at Trout's? And we both at the same time were like, let's fuck with him. Fuck with him. We knew
0: like this was an opportunity we had to seize. Like we didn't even need to talk about it or communicate. So we were like, Trout's. We're going to Trout's and we're having tacos. It's like that new taco place and for those who may not know trout is a nickname jackie has had for olivia for many years it's come and gone in frequency but she's recently been using it a lot
1: yes yeah, so we were trying to convince him there was a place here called trout's where we were having tacos and he was like why would we be going out for tacos we're like it's fish tacos
0: right now like, it's like it's like a local hotspot. like everyone's been talking about it. i think we even said like they went viral on tiktok you haven't seen that place like <laughs> And like, he didn't want to believe us because we would fuck with him. But we were so good. We were so succinct. Also, I don't think we told
1: any lies. Like when we kept saying tacos at Trouts, we're like, it's so good. They have the best tacos. It's true. Olivia has the best tacos. Right. So tacos at Trout's. I, I had tacos at Trouts last night. Yum. And Michaela brought out the book to me.
0: Oh, and she
1: said, can we read anti-sex book? Book. And then she sat on the couch next to me while I read it to her. Stop. Kids are so precious sometimes. So precious. And it's like, I don't think she could have known how much that would mean to me and how much I've been waiting for that moment.
0: Yeah. And and, and she didn't do it for that reason. No.
1: And there was no guarantee that that was going to happen. I could have given her a book and she's like, okay, fuck you. Thanks.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of books, but I prefer the one with the, with the 10 caterpillars. Right. And that would hurt my feelings, but I would understand. What book is that? Ten little caterpillars calling on the tree. It goes like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There's like one, six bumblebees. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She it's, knows that one by heart. It's not a hit in, in our house. In your house. Got it. Because we're too busy reading Counselor. Counselor. Well, that's so exciting. Everybody make sure to get your copies. Like, support women in the arts.
1: Thank you so much for coming to my <laughs>
0: TED Talk. Now, I am exhausted because I was at the event of the season last night. You were. I really was, I went to the jet game, which for a multitude of reasons was so fun. One, because Taylor was there, of course. Like that was just, it was so exciting to be at the center of like a cultural phenomena. Um, Two, I had the cutest sweatshirt on that just like made me excited to like, when you look good, you feel good. Even though, oh my God, I got fucking roasted on TikTok. Like I had four videos go crazy viral. Everyone wanting to eat my ass alive for my choice in pants, okay? Let's talk about the pants. Okay, so I did a couple get ready with me is wearing, uh, getting ready for the event. Like, what outfit should I wear? And I had this crew neck. It's like a, it was from Etsy. It was actually a toaster owned Etsy store. And so it's just a white crew neck. And I was like, how should I style this? And like, I could not figure out how to style it. And I realized once everybody came for my ass on Tic Tac, that the reason I couldn't figure out how to style this, like look cool, but like still comfortable for a sports game is because I don't own a single pair of jeans. Right. And everyone was commenting like, what is with all these videos, like trying on mini skirts and trousers, like put on jeans. And I was like, oh yeah. But it didn't occur to me because I literally don't own jeans. Like yeah. this this whole style, everybody wears like, kind of baggy blue jeans, like straight leg. We don't do... I own, like, two pairs of skinny jeans, but I will not wear them. I'm, like, definitely afraid of being chuggy. No,
1: and, like, to wear skinny jeans with a crew neck sweatshirt to a football game, like, no thanks. Like, try less. I'd rather you be interesting with your big pants, trousers, than,
0: for lack of a better term, basic, such as that. Everyone was just like, why is it taking four videos for you to realize you need to wear jeans? And I... The answer to that is that I don't own jeans. Like, I just, I'm not a jeans girl. Yeah, but even if you wore skinny jeans, TikTok was still gonna come for you because they
1: want you to wear their big jeans. No, that's what they were talking about. Like, big blue jeans. I know jeans. exactly what big blue jeans. Like, what are you, are you nuts? Seriously, like, we're 5'1. Like, Thank you. how are we
0: wearing big blue jeans? Now, having said that, I actually did order a pair of jeans because, in my defense, I think for a while, like I was sized out of cool jeans. Like you can't tell me me and my big ass would look cool wearing big blue jeans. You know, like I just, I think that's, maybe it's an insecurity, but I think it's fact. Now I'm being a little bit more experimental with my style because I'm feeling a lot more comfortable in my body. So I did, I'm going to purchase, I didn't even know what size I am. Like what size do you think I am? 26. (gasps) Oh shit. I ordered a 29 and I almost ordered a 30. You're fucking nuts. I almost ordered a 30. Like I, I definitely have. You're 26 or 27? I have, like, um size, and like, I could try something on. I'm really, like, a size 6 now, but it's, like, a little, like, large on me. But, like, even for me ordering a size 6, like, it's, psych- like, I'm, like, there's no way this outfit's going to fit me. Like, it's just unbelievable to me. So,
1: shit, okay. 26 or 27, yeah. Depending on the cut and the brand and the stretchiness,
0: whatnot. All right, the jean saga continues. But like, I want to try. Like, everyone wears like everybody looks cool doing it. Like, big blue jeans. Like, all right, I'll try. But it's never going to look cool on me. I'm so short. You should get a pair of jeans. I don't know what they're called. Like straight leg. That's what I. Yeah, I've been that's wearing. what I got. I got them from Revolve. Okay. Yeah, you wear them. I've never seen you wear big blue jeans.
1: No, no, no. Oh gosh, no. And certainly not blue. Really.
0: But when I wear like white jeans, I wear straight leg black yeah. jeans, straight leg these days. Very unfortunately, I think like finding the right pair of jeans is going to require me to try them on in store. Like I don't think you can really like order. Like I'll have to order so many different colors, cuts and sizes. Who has the time for that? Yeah. That's going to be a hard day. I will stay yeah. off my phone. So that's how the day started. Like me getting roasted on TikTok for being like chuggy and weird. My outfit like was weird, but whatever. I was running late and I had a good time, but I actually liked the way that I looked. Like everybody was coming for me, but I thought I looked cute. You did look cute. I looked fine. I didn't look amazing, but it's fine. It's fine, and I had the best time. First of all, like we had amazing seats. Shout out the jets. How did you get those seats? Ben Soffer Celeb, the Jets gave them to us. Whoa, which was extremely generous. They did say somebody canceled last minute, so this is why we got like such good ones. Oh, you know who I sat next to? Who? Kirsten Daly. As in Carson
1: Daly. Yeah. It's confusing because you were also with our friend Kristen. So I was like, are you trying to tell me you sat next to Kristen? Was that a coincidence? I did sit next to Kristen and Carson. And Carson, Did you talk to yeah. Kirsten?
0: No, I didn't. He was with his son. I wasn't going to like be a freak. What's it called
1: when you sit where you sat? Because it wasn't courtside. Field it's, side?
0: No, I don't think there's a word for it. Hmm. What yard line were you at? 50. Whoa. Yeah, like they were like... Chef's kiss. And let me tell you. Like, you know your what? seats were better than Taylor's. 100%. I had the best time. First of all, the game was incredible. I know. I was watching. Literally, the Jets could have won had it not been for a multitude of factors. One, like, the refs cheating. Like, not to be such a footballer like that. But, like, for real, they were cheating. Like, holding? Ever heard of it, ref? It was really infuriating. And people. Were, but I was also sitting around so many Kansas City Chiefs fans that, like, when they cheered, I was confused. Because I'm like, is this good or bad? Like, it was very confusing. Um, So... There was cheating involved, which is always great. And then like, it was like 23-20. The Chiefs couldn't get a touchdown, so they kicked it and they got three points because it was 20-20 for a while. So it's 23-20, Jets have the ball. They're in the end zone. It's first and goal, that's what I learned. First and goal, they're, all they have to do is go right there. The, the thing is right there. They got four tries. They didn't even do it. And then on the fourth one, instead of kicking and getting a tie, they're like, no, let's fucking go for it and just win this game. They fucking lost. Well, they played a
1: respectable game. I think everybody thought... When I first started watching the game, I was like, this is going to be like 70 to 0, like how that Miami Dolphins game was last yep. weekend. Did you hear about that? I did. I, th-
0: I said... Um- I literally turn. I'm like, it's going to be 45 to zero. Like, you don't have like to stay for the whole thing. Embarrassing. Yeah. They didn't embarrass themselves. They played amazing. They did good work for Taylor. And lots of chatter about Zach Wilson, the new quarterback who was like never supposed to play because Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the quarterback. He's really young. He's fresh. I believe he's a rookie. And let me tell you, he's getting his foot wet. Uh, beak wet. What is it? Beak. Yeah, both. He could get both wet.
1: But he's getting more comfortable. I've heard his name a lot. He had some scandal last year, like Snapchatting his
0: friend's mom. I'm obsessed. Or
1: like his girlfriend's mom. Something with a mom. Zach
0: and I were talking about it. That's my king right there.
1: Yeah. And then he was like stinking up the court, especially after Aaron. Like he was the understudy. He was never supposed to hit the stage.
0: Um, And then last night, maybe he's a Swifty and he just like wanted to show up and show out. Or he's just, like, getting more comfortable with the fact that he is this quarterback. Like, it's not temporary. Like, it is his job. And I saw his press conference and he was like, listen, that thing at the end where we were, like, at the finish and we just had to, like, go five inches, that's on me. Like, that's unacceptable football. Like, I actually appreciated his accountability. Yeah, but he played some beautiful football of what I saw. And he didn't embarrass himself. By the way, it was on. Fire. I've only been to, I think, one other Jets game before. And I think it being on Sunday night made it more, like, electric. I think Sunday night football is, like, a bigger deal than, you know, Sunday day football. Mm. Oh, my God. It was electric. It was Taylor. It, w- it was packed. Oh, my God. It made me want to go to another football game. But I think I'd rather go during the day because, like, getting home at midnight, like, is annoying. Yeah. It is. I had the best time. I'm like obsessed with football. No, it's really nice. I was
1: watching the game last night while I was doing some work for the Redheads and was quite pleasant. I felt like they didn't show Taylor enough, but I can't complain. I wasn't watching the whole time. I was like half watching because I was doing work and maybe I missed her, but I just felt like I could have stood to see more Taylor.
0: While I had the most incredible seats, I couldn't have been further away from Taylor if I tried. Like, she was completely on the other side and, like, a few sections up because she was in a suite. So I was, like, zooming. I saw her, like, because she was wearing a black turtleneck and, like, bright blue jean shorts. Like, I could see her. But I really, I didn't get any, like, good content of her. So that was annoying. But I was really enjoying the game so much, like, I didn't even care. Oh, and there was toasters aplenty. Like, it was really just, like, a good energy. Oh, and the girl behind me was wearing the same exact sweatshirt as me with the NFL logo that said Taylor's ver- version. And so was Ben. Yeah, Ben, uh, because it was a toaster-owned store, she sent a t-shirt for Ben. Oh, cute. She was really sweet. Cute, so he didn't have to run to Bloomingdale's and buy a $600 shirt.
1: No, even though you know he wanted to. Speaking of, this weekend we recorded a really great podcast episode. That's what we did did. on Saturday. And we, like, didn't even talk about it because it was just, like, the weekend. But we recorded our Naggy Bitch Wives episode Right. Where toasters around the world submitted their situations with their husband. Like, am I justified or am I really a naggy bitch wife? And it was so funny to just all kind of commiserate and unite about the things that our husbands do that are unacceptable. That like, mess- I felt better afterwards. Yeah, I felt better afterwards, too. I feel like we all felt really seen. So if you yeah. want to listen to that, head over to
0: patreon.com slash toast. You better. Yeah, our girlies never stop working for you. Never, ever. So it was like a great weekend full of fun I spent a lot of time alone because Ben was on a work trip. So, oh, I watched, I'm now officially like caught up with Bravo. I feel like I've been so slacking in my Bravo content. I watched all of Roni and all of Salt Lake City. Well, Salt Lake City is only on episode four. Um, And it's just, there's so much to talk about. And now that I'm like back, I have been like talking to all my friends about it. Because I'm like, what does everyone think? I'm like delayed. But Roni is so interesting to me. Like it's really, it's such a different show. It is, I wouldn't say there's one thing that's similar to the old franchise in the sense that like, they go out a lot and they like are always having cocktails. Like I've never seen any of them drunk so far in 11 episodes. And while I think Roni was really extreme towards the end where every single episode was somebody, multiple people getting completely blackout, having fights incoherently, and then waking up the next morning and not remembering it. Like it was just frustrating. You couldn't even follow a storyline. This time, like, nobody really is, like, getting, like, even, like, remotely drunk. They're all just, like, drinking cocktails the whole time, which is, like, good and healthy, of course. But I feel like somebody, like, needs to get really drunk, like, for the sake of the plot, honestly. Yeah. Or, like, it feels like they're just not letting their guard down because you... They're not. You're
1: too savvy at this point. Like, you've seen, what, 15 years of reality TV. Yep. And you don't want to be that person. And these are all, like, smart women. So why would anyone do that?
0: Let me say, the show is not incredible. But it has really great qualities, and one of them is that like every single one of these girls, with the exception of Bryn, because I think Bryn's apartment building doesn't let her film, so we don't know what her house looks like. They have amazing, beautiful apartments, and all over different neighborhoods in the city, all like you know, some classic, some brownstone, some loft, and it's the real estate is fabulous. Like really, truly, Jenna Lyons' apartment is amazing. Jessel's apartment, size brownstone, like it's really, it's a fabulous group of gals in terms of their lifestyles and they I would say I I don't think any of them are actual housewives they all work great that's what you asked for yeah it's it, it needs some work but I also think like the more this group becomes a group they're not a group of friends you know they're castmates put together right um the more that they become a group with history like the more time I do think it really does have potential great yeah, so I, I felt good. Like I'm all caught up. I used my time wisely this weekend.
1: I used my time wisely as well because I read the Redheads book Fourth Wing, which is a book that has kind of swept the nation. It's mm-hmm. fantasy. Uh, the next the next book comes out in November, so it's going to be a series. Like it's Sequel. very yeah. Hunger Games. People said it's like Divergent. Reminds me of Game of Thrones, Twilight, everything. It was amazing. Really, but you have to read it. Okay, it's so good. You have to like. Be patient with it because you're entering a new world. So they're like describing all these things. You have to understand like how the dragons work and everything. You know, it's kind of like Game I've of Thrones never, like that. I've never read a
0: book like that. That's like not based in reality. Yeah.
1: I've never read a fantasy book like that. Where there's all of the, like, I have to understand
0: the, how, world, the utopia.
1: Yes, but it's worth it. And then okay. the next book comes out in November. So like the end will have you hooked and you don't have to wait that long for the next one. OK, I think it's going to be like our best episode of the Redheads ever. Wow. Because the book is so popular. So so yeah. many people are interested. And then there's so many different like theories and conspiracies and what's going to happen. And there's mm. so much fodder. And I think also all four of us loved it. Mm. I believe. I haven't heard from Dana yet. I could see her having issues with some of the writing because it's like, yeah, then it's also smutty.
0: Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm reading Carrie Soto right now, and then I'll do The Fourth Wing. Yeah,
1: I think you would really, really like it, and I'm really, really excited about it. I'm excited to be back with my girls. We took a month off of
0: The Redheads. Oh, my God. Because The Redheads support women.
1: Yeah, I didn't read at all since I've given birth, and so I had to read a book, and I really honestly did not have the time, but I made the time. I'm so glad that I did. It was really nice to like just get into something good. Yeah. I'm so glad. So if you were debating, reading along with us this month, pick up Fourth Wing. The episode's going
0: to be bomb. The girls are back. And I think we have great stories today, right? We do have great stories today. So I think without further ado, ado-, 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 ado I'm so down. It's time for them, the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Hatch, the Restore 2. So as we get older, our responsibilities and challenges are increasing, which can cause our stress levels to rise. Prioritizing quality sleep is one of the best ways to take care of yourself. Instead of lingering on your phone before bed, make sleep your simplest self-care routine with Hatch Restore 2. I am all about low lift wellness things. Like I'm not gonna be out here like cold plunging, but I believe in wellness, but realistically, like I'm not going to be putting things in my life that are not really sustainable. And the hatch is my absolute favorite. I've had one now for a few months. And now that we're working with them, I'm so excited about it. So think of the hatch restore Two as your bedside sleep guide. It's an ally in rest. The innovative all-in-one dream machine is a sophisticated sound machine, a light and an alarm clock that's beautifully designed for your bedside table. So the way hatch wakes you up is so civilized. And I think it really makes an impact on how you Feel the rest of the day, like not being woken up by crazy sounds or crazy lights. Like it's very peaceful. It's slowly, it starts waking you up 30 minutes. It's very slow. I find myself now waking up before my alarm with that light. It's just, I love the hatch. Good rest allows you to be the best version of yourself, which is why the hatch restore Two was engineered to help you form healthy sleep habits for life. Your hatch teaches your body when it's time to sleep and when it's time to rise with light and sound cues. I love also just like reading with my light. Um, it coaches you through meditations, mindfulness exercises that transform the time before and after sleep into restful rituals. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your first purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co slash toast. Sleep deeply and wake gently with a Hatch Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash toast to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Honey Love. There's nothing worse than suffering in an uncomfortable bra. Thankfully, Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. You can upgrade your traditional bras that use comfortable, uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that are trapping heat inside your bosom. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing the lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft it feels like a second skin. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. It's next-level comfortable. You'll forget you're wearing it. For a limited time, you can get Honey Love for 20% off your entire order, when you use the link honeylove.com slash toast. Support the show. Check them out at honeylove.com forward slash toast. So that feeling when you get home from a long day and you immediately want to take your bra off, don't know her with Honey Love. You'll never experience that again because their bras are so comfortable. It really feels like a second skin. You do oftentimes forget that you're wearing that, which is the point of a bra. Like, we've been so conditioned to be wearing a straight jacket now. No. Also, Love is just a brand that I trust implicitly. I love their shapewear. I love a lot of their control top underwear, their um, like shorts, girdles. I call them like an old lady. Um, so they just have fabulous products. Their bras are amazing. Whatever gets you hooked on Honeylove, like for me, it was the control top underwear. Now it's just a brand that I trust. So I get the bras, I get the shapewear, I get everything. Honeylove has you covered for the everyday look, workouts, weddings, and more. They uh, are helping you treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com toast. Use the exclusive link to get 20% off at honeylove.com toast. Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot girl season thanks to Honeylove. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. When your Streis brother... Is the most important person in your life. It is absolute. It is of utmost importance that you are taking the best possible care of them, and that really can start with fresh, healthy dog food. So we made the switch from like kibble to the Farmer's Dog. Like now, I feel like eight months ago it is so i feel i have seen immediate benefits from his coat being so much shinier his poops being more regular and just like more normal sizes his breath oh my god i'm like very sensitive to breath and while i know people like love dog breath i don't theo's his markedly better it's just much more manageable and it's because he's just you know he's getting healthy from the inside out you know junks i do know So it doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you with more happy, healthy, and full years together. And that means more magical moments with your dog, but no no actual magic is required. You give them all the information on your dog. They are sending you pre-portioned meals so you know exactly how much to give. It's so much easier. It comes straight to your door, and it's fresh, and it's healthy, and... There's no reason not to if you care about the bro in your life. And if you want to get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy dog food, go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. You'll get free shipping and 50% off your first box when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off your first box and free shipping. Thank you, The Farmer's Dog, for sponsoring today's episode. You will not regret investing in your dog's future together. Thank you, Claudia. And Welcome.
1: Our first story Taylor Swift cheers for Travis Kelsey at the Chiefs versus Jets game, not the Sharks versus Jets. I know it's confusing, confusing, but it was Chiefs versus Jets with Ryan Reynolds, Sophie Turner, Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman, Sabrina Carpenter,
0: Brittany Mahomes.
1: Kelsey, Brittany Mahomes, Austin Swift. Yes. The gang was all there. So it was a star-studded
0: box as Taylor's rumored beau Travis took on the New York Jets. Let me tell you how my seat was like right behind the Kansas City Chiefs sideline. So like Travis was literally five feet from me the whole time. And it's so interesting to see how like football and TV actually works because there were so many clips that went viral of Travis the first game that she went to. He was like looking up and he'd be like, wow, she's right there. You saw that one? Yeah. And to see it on the ground, like, the camera's literally right in your face. Like, you you know that you're being televised. There's, like, a big red light on the camera. So I think a lot, like, like, Travis knows what's going on. And he's definitely, you know, making a moment out of it, which I totally respect and appreciate. But it was just very interesting to see how the sauce gets made. It's, like, literally, they just follow him around the entire time. Him and Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's it. Right. It's not
1: like they really kind of got him on candid him camera off guard. In a cute moment, like he knows the whole time he's being filmed, just like the whole time Taylor knows everyone in the yes. stadium is watching her and the NFL cameras are trying to get their viral moment too.
0: Yeah. It was just interesting because, you know, it's a, it's a little more orchestrated than one might see on TV.
1: Yeah. No, they're, they're giving us what we want and they're definitely playing it up for the cameras. I don't think that means it's fake by any means, but it's not like they're trying to hide yeah. how they feel
0: or their relationship. So as opposed to last time where she went by herself with her bodyguards to Travis's family suite, she procured her own suite. I believe she was in the owner of the Giants suite because the Giants also play in that stadium. So that guy has his own. So I believe she either bought or borrowed from him and stacked it with her whole crew. I'm sure she had like way more fun not being alone in like a foreign city. Not that... Kansas City's far in, but like she doesn't know anyone there. Um, This time she came like crew deep. She brought um, one of her backup singers who's been her backup singer forever. I was like so excited to see her because I recognized her from the Eros Tour and from like Reputation Netflix movie. Um, Sabrina Carpenter, I loved. And she's, it's so interesting to me. I've fallen down like a Brittany Mahomes rabbit hole um, because of course now Taylor Brittany Mahomes is obviously well-known, especially in the football world, but Taylor brings it to another level. And Brittany Mahomes just gets like trolled for literally no fucking reason. Um, And I was like, what is the reason people hate Brittany Mahomes? And let me tell you, there isn't one. I think people like were off-put by some of her social content when her and Patrick just kind of burst onto the scene and like who cares she was just excited what's her social what was her social content she was just like a little rowdy you know she would like spray people with champagne in the box and like you know then Jackson was making TikToks so like they got like a bad rap and I was like what is the bad rap for like what did they do like who did they kill why does everyone hate them and honestly I like her so much apparently she does so much for her community in Kansas City she's like a huge champion for women in sports she's just like a like a leader in her community and she gets like so much shit for no fucking reason and I need everyone to stop. Okay, yeah. Justice for Brittany Mahomes. Yeah. And
1: I feel like she's Getting justice for herself. She's out with Taylor. They were at dinner last week before the game while the team was in town. She's in the box with literally all the biggest stars in the world. Like, it's a good day to be Brittany Mahomes.
0: Yeah, so Saturday night, the night before the game, Taylor went out, not with Travis, but with Brittany Mahomes and a bunch of her friends. She ate at a uh, private dining room at Emilio's Bellotta, which is like the best Italian restaurant in the city. And... Travis was out with Patrick somewhere else but then there was paparazzi photos of Travis actually leaving Taylor's apartment Sunday morning in a Range Rover to head to the game which I believe is like against NFL protocol like you have to sleep in the team hotel like the night before the game well it's not we don't know for sure that he slept at Taylor's but it was the next
1: morning maybe he went over for breakfast yeah we didn't see him arrive the night prior that's true I do wonder, I feel like they do have to stay at the hotel, but maybe if like you have a friend who lives in town, why can't you stay with your friend?
0: What if you have a place in this city? Like, can you stay at your place? No, because even when you're at a home game, I believe if you're at your home game, you still have to stay at a team hotel by the stadium. I'm almost like hundred percent sure of that. Wow. Yeah. So maybe he just went for breakfast. Perhaps. Or maybe he's getting special
1: treatment. But I also, I thought I'd said he left in the afternoon. That's I saw a headline that said that he left in the afternoon. So like maybe he oh went for, I saw a headline that said in the morning. Interesting, yeah. Probably it was, like reports. twelve
0: p.m. Yeah, I mean it's confusing. Morning is like a it's subject to interpretation. It is. Plus it was a night game, so he had the day. Right. Why right. not see the town? Yeah. Even though I yeah. know that's not how it
1: works in the NFL, and they are on a very strict schedule
0: yeah so there's like a lot of rules and it seems like taylor i mean travis might be getting a little special treatment i mean for the work he's doing for nfl pr like i would understand but you know we're all equals yeah and as long as he plays well they won the game
1: i feel like you could make some exceptions it was touch and go there for a minute like they almost lost but i think that made it much more exciting honestly not to be
0: like such a What's contrarian? Mm-hmm. I was kind of rooting for the Jets for a second there. So was I. I mean, I'm a New Yorker. I really was rooting for the Jets because I do love an underdog. I just and thought it, it would be an amazing
1: story. Like it was so obvious that the
0: Chiefs are going to win. They just
1: won the Super Bowl and the yeah. Jets just lost their quarterback. They, yeah, they can't catch a break. So I
0: don't care if that makes me a contrarian. Yeah. I was rooting for the Jets a little bit. Jackie, it does. First of all, you're born and bred in New York. <laughs> like it doesn't make you a contrarian at all. First of all, calm down. You're not but I from Kansas like the City. The whole country was rooting for Travis. I actually don't know if people were rooting for Travis. I think everybody is so interested in this saga. They're just watching to see what happens. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. You're not saying anything crazy. Calm down. I think it's crazy. I think people are going to think
0: that's crazy. I was 100% rooting for the Jets. Like I was wearing a Jets hat and it was really so exciting because I think we all walked in there assuming we had nary a shot in hell and we only lost by three points and it was you know, suspenseful to win to the very end. It wasn't like this obvious thing the whole time. First quarter, I was like, oh, we're screwed. Second, third and fourth. It was up in the air. Yeah, the Jets should be proud of themselves. Plus, I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers. That's his team now. He was there. He got so he got his surgery and he got his Achilles surgery done by like, of course, the best of the best surgeon who lives in California. He got cleared to fly back. He was at the stadium. I believe he was in the booth, like on the the headset talking to like the players and coaches oh interesting so he's trying
1: good I'm happy for him also I feel like for the arc of Taylor and Travis's relationship they kind of need to experience a loss because I feel like then she could really be there for him and that's how they'll take the next step
0: but like when everything's always good all the time it's hard to progress and grow yeah I wonder how many more of his games she's going to attend her tour does pick back up I believe at the end of the year. So like right now she's in her off season and she can really fly and go wherever she wants and just have fun, which is fabulous because she's worked so hard for like the last year, but she is going back. Where does he play next? Pull up okay. the Chiefs' schedule chiefs schedule but she also has the eras tour documentary coming out right when your book comes out and then she has a 1989 taylor's version so she is going to start have to like looking out for number one relatively soon for sure but, but she could keep her sundays open a day of rest a day, day of, of rest. rest and fun okay what's today's date oh next week they're at the minnesota vikings what day sunday the week after that they have a home game against denver What day? The 12th. But that's Eras Tour documentary comes out the 13th. Yeah, and I feel like the weekday ones she won't go to, but a Sunday? Okay, so then October 22nd, she's like done with her press for Eras. They're playing, oh, but in, they're playing LA, Los Angeles Chargers. I thought it was the Rams. Claudia,
1: I can't tell you how- Wait, I thought it was San Diego. Claudia, I can't tell you how long- me, Zach, Zach, and Olivia talked about the LA teams yesterday because we were watching the Rams game. It's Los Angeles Rams now and Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers came up from San Diego and now they're Why? Los Angeles. I don't know. And I was just saying how like...
0: No, by the way, their colors are blue and yellow. It's literally the same colors as the Rams.
1: No, and Los Angeles just like isn't a city for sports aside from... For, for football. Except for yeah, Shapiro was like the Lakers. I was like, And okay. the Clippers. Yeah, they're the exception. For football, I feel like everyone, like, moves to Los Angeles, so they, like, have their home team in their heart. Yeah. And
0: there's no one who, like, really has, like, L.A. pride. Wait, I'm so confused. First of all, like, San Diego deserves love. San Diego is a fabulous city. Like, they need a team. Yeah, no, it's So black. do the Chargers also play at SoFi? I mean, I guess they spent all this money, like billions of dollars on this new SoFi stadium. It's probably like one of the nicest stadiums in the country. I guess like a stadium that big needs two teams. I guess, but it's also, why does one
1: city need two teams? Cause then my husband was like, oh, well it's New York Jets and New York Giants. I was like, that's a state and it's a big ass state. It's not the California Rams and the California Chargers. Cause we also have the 49ers. Yeah, San Francisco. They have three teams there, and they used to have the Raiders.
0: They yeah, left. yeah. Now they're Vegas. Wait, very interesting point you make. Why does but- one city need two teams? No, and tell and me why the New York Giants— it's a city full of people who aren't even allegiant to their city. It's not a city with a lot of pride. Let me tell you—let me ask you why New York Giants and New York Jets play in New Jersey. It's like a logistical thing, but, like, it actually is so, like— in- What's the word I'm looking for? inconsistent yeah like I was in New Jersey last night that's just there across to bear yeah I mean it's so classic New York like you need a place with enough space for an arena close to New York which isn't the capital but it's like the the city of New York um I guess we're going to Jersey but I I don't understand why not Long Island or Hudson Valley or Westchester Westchester yeah I don't understand but at least the Buffalo
1: Bills figured it out yeah don't forget about the Buffalo Bills it's really hard not to. But Haley Steinfeld's helping. <laughs> she is helping. Now let's talk about the guests in attendance with Taylored. Because yes. she's really been in her Blake and Sophie era. So they, of course, attended. Then Blake brought her husband, Ryan, who brought his friend Hugh Jackman,
0: who is really funny that he was there. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like an oddball. Like, and I wouldn't, you know... Have thought he would we would have been there. No, but he's
1: really good friends with Ryan. I'm sure he likes football to some degree. He's newly single, right? You got to get out on the town. Do we ship him and Sophie? Do we ship him and Sabrina? No, we don't. It's also also really weird for me to see Taylor and her big tall friends like hanging with such a shorty. I mean, it makes Sabrina look so short. It's weird because Sabrina and Sophie are probably the same age or around the same age, and it just looks like she's their kid.
0: I feel like Sabrina's probably a little younger than Sophie. Sophie's 27. Sabrina's probably 20. I would say 24.
1: Right. So they're like in the same age group, but like it does not feel that way. No, it looks like
0: not. like Taylor's little sister's friend.
1: Yeah, Sabrina's 24.
0: Oh, okay. Also, I fell asleep last night thinking about Sabrina and Taylor Swift. I love their friendship and I love that she opened for her on the Eras Tour in South America. And I'm so sorry, but, like, I have to bring up the Olivia Rodrigo of it all. Like, it's really so bizarre to me. And I definitely think there's bad blood between Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. Like, it's honestly, at this point, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, And we could, you know, wax on about what that's about for an eternity. But I I think that the friendship with Taylor and Sabrina is so interesting. And I don't think it's, like, a direct thing, like, fuck Olivia Rodrigo. I'm going to be friends with Sabrina Carpenter. I really feel like Taylor feels... I think when we all look back on, like, that first album and the driver's license, I think we all feel, like, a collective regret for how Sabrina Carpenter was treated during that time when she really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And I feel like her friendship with, with Taylor's friendship with Sabrina Carpenter is kind of a reflection of that. Like, whether she knew it or not, her hyping up Olivia Rodrigo at the time made the whole driver's license, it made the whole thing bigger. Like, once Taylor got involved, it was big and then it got bigger. Yeah. And in the end, it resulted in like the bullying and the teardown of Sabrina Carpenter, who quite literally did nothing wrong. In the words of Sabrina Carpenter, all because I liked a boy. Like she didn't do anything wrong. And I feel like Taylor bringing her into the fold and having her, you know, come out with her and then open for her is all just like her way of trying to like correct the situation and assuage maybe some of the guilt. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I think we're all guilty, like, when we were all so involved. Like, Sabrina Carpenter literally didn't do anything wrong, and she became this, like, crazy villain. She got, like, crazy death threats. Like, she didn't do anything. Yeah, I also don't think Joshua Bassett did anything wrong. Me neither. And I don't think Olivia Rodrigo did anything wrong in writing about her feelings. Like, that's what being a singer-songwriter is. But I do think there was more that she could have done at the time to, like, stop people from attacking Sabrina Carpenter, you know? She kind of just let it all play out and stood back. She didn't light the fire, but I do think there's like a responsibility at some point. That's how I feel about like when Selena Gomez's fans like go crazy after Hailey Bieber, like some I, Hailey, I mean, Selena Gomez has stepped in and been like, stop. And there's power in that, honestly. And
1: yeah, I'm trying to think about what is best and like where it goes so wrong. But then it's just like, what's wrong with people?
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. What's wrong with people? Like, why are you sending death threats? Like, get a life.
1: Like, because someone's dating someone who broke up with someone else. There literally was no cheating, nothing. Like, what's wrong with people?
0: It's an amazing question and one that I've thought about at length and have come to absolutely no sort of conclusion for. I, I, I don't know. Neither do I. Anyways, I'm happy for Sabrina. It's funny that like she was hanging out with Hugh Jackman. Like he literally could be her grandpa. Three times her age. (laughs) Three times her height. (laughs) And that's the thing about Taylor. Like she's bringing together this kind of ragtag group of gals and guys. Yeah. No, it was a great crew. It really was. And it made the game so exciting at home in the stadium. I was really, really grateful to be there. And I'm so into football. Like not me getting excited. Tonight's Monday Night Football. Like who's playing? Who's playing? Sharks versus Jets? I hope so. That'll kind of that'll probably be the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Okay, wait. Who do you think will be in the Super Bowl?
0: I really I like I have a lot of hope for the 49ers. I'm I'm like a bit and they are incredibly good. Like they're killing Brock it. Brock Purdy, Christian Kyle, George, like the crew. I actually think they have a chance, but that's if they beat the Eagles. Like they're in the same league. Right. And I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs are definitely the best in their league. Like they're going to be the that team. But then the other league, I don't know who is going to – I feel like it could be Kelsey v. Kelsey again, but I would love for it to be the 49ers versus the Chiefs. Has that ever happened where the same two teams
1: play in the Super Bowl two years in a row? I believe. I think it will be the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And I don't know enough about who's on the other uh, side. I don't know if it'll be the Chiefs again.
0: You don't know. It's always someone random. It's so true. Also, Joe Burrow. What team is he on? Jaguars? No. They're, it's black and red. That's, those are the colors. I mean, orange and red. The Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. Thank you. Oh, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. No, and like, they're always really good. Would love for them to get a chance. You know, there's so many good-looking footballers who deserve the chance to be on the Super Bowl. Every
1: time I encounter a new team and meet the players and hear about their stories. Like I find something so lovable about them. I really do. That's the
0: hard part about being a football fan and an empath. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And being someone like obsessed with celebrities and pop culture, because there's always a connection to be made. Like one of my favorite people on social media right now is Hannah Ann from the bachelor. She's like, so out of bachelor world. She is engaged to a football player. I believe believe he plays on the Colts go Indiana, you know,
1: Go Indiana. I mean, now I live in Florida. I've got three teams that I can root for. Oh, and then the Alex Earl. Like, go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. The Dolphins
0: crushed last week. I actually feel like Dolphins. And then they lost, Jackie, they lost like really bad yesterday. Oh, did they? Because I was about to say they're going to the Super Bowl. They're not. Um, But then it's like, oh my God, Olivia Culpo. Go Niners. Sierra. Like, there's so many players worth rooting for based on who they're dating. Haley Seinfeld. Go Bills. (gasps) Right. Like, I could find, like, that's what's exciting for me about being Team agnostic when it comes to football is like, I could watch any game and find someone to root for. Yeah, me too. No,
1: I'm obsessed. It's really, really nice. So that's your sports recap for today. I know there's a handful of doubters, non believers who want us to stop talking about sports, but we can't be stopped.
0: No, we're not like other girls. Like, we love football.
1: No, and like, there's always going to be something at the toast where it's like, that is the topic of the month the year. of the season, whatever it is. Like it was Kardashians for so long, for so long. It was royal stuff for so long. Like now yes. it's football.
0: Like this, we're in our football season. It's just and excuse is what it is. us for diversifying our portfolio. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Taylor. Like it's always there's always going to be something. So if whatever the flavor of the month is is not for you, like I'm sorry, but get on board. It's fun. We're just having it's fun. Get on board. It's fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get on board. <laughs> It's fun, and nothing goes together like football and chili. Oh my, God, it's so true. The fact that like football is really like a food activity does make it more fun. Mm-hmm. It's also fashion. It's it's everything. It's everything we've been missing out. out. We really have. I'm like mad.
1: <laughs> okay, moving on to celebrity fodder. Okay. Pete Davidson crashed his SUV while leaving his stand-up comedy show after his reckless driving charge. So Pete Davidson crashed the side of his car after leaving his stand-up comedy show at the Wiltern in L.A. on Saturday night. The SNL alum, who entered an 18-month diversion program in July following a reckless driving charge, hosted an after-party when he left around 11 p.m. An eyewitness saw him swipe his
0: car against the side of a wall while exiting the venue. Yikes. I'm trying to think because I performed at the Wiltern and I'm trying to think sometimes like the back alleys where you go to the stage door are really narrow. But if I'm remembering correctly, the Wiltern one is huge. Like there's so much space. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's got
1: kind of a wide berth. I also would say like he's from Staten Island. He might be like me who like didn't grow up driving. Like if I was leaving the Wiltern at 10 p.m. even you in take the, an Uber. I would take an Uber. But if I
0: did happen to be driving, like, yeah, I'm going to swipe some shit. I'm yeah, so true. No, the thing is, the fact that this was a swipe not like a crash is very interesting and to there's me. also
1: like paparazzi taking pictures like i imagine it was a stressful situation Chaos. it's just bad in light of his last crashing into a home with his girlfriend and right. now he's just like the car crasher but oh, i also didn't think talk
0: by the way how him and chase to wonders broke up and he's dating madeline klein
1: we're going to talk about that in a second but i also think he's probably not a good driver because he probably drove late growing up as a city kid
0: that's my take I think on Staten Island, it's very suburban. I do believe you actually do drive like in high school in Staten Island. I'm just saying, like, maybe it's less about
1: what Pete's going through mentally and more about him being a really bad driver.
0: No, it's anything is possible in, in this lifetime. But I'm, my money is going to be on, like, what's going on with Pete Davidson? What's going on with Pete Davidson is a, is a question to be asked. And also, like, why not get a chauffeur? When you're so famous, there's just... No reason you should ever be driving yourself. Especially, it's a big night for you. You probably want to celebrate. You don't need to focus on the road. Let a professional chauffeur chauffeur you around. And you can enjoy, maybe cuddle up to Madeline in the backseat. Like, why everybody got to be doing everything all the time. Like, take a car. Some people, driving's just not for them. I would say that about you, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to give it another ch- shot. But what if it's just not for me? It's so important to, like, recognize things that, are for you and things that are not for you you know yeah so let's talk about him and madeline like who really thought
1: that he was gonna like every time someone like continues their pattern i'm just
0: like oh i thought we were done no and the thing is i i don't find it shocking that pete davidson's dating madeline klein i really find it shocking that madeline klein is dating pete davidson like at this point i wouldn't want to be one of those girls like And with Chase Suey Wonders, it actually made sense because she's relatively unknown. So, like, that really was, like, a good PR move for her. And I think they met on a set. And I feel like he might be the type of guy, if once you're in a room with him, like, if
1: he woos you, it's like, I don't care what the people say or what the haters think. I love this man. So, like, if he can get you to that place of, like, falling for him, then all that stuff falls away. But it's like, how and why did Madeline embark on this relationship?
0: Yeah, and I just don't see her wanting to be, like, another one in a line. That's why I was surprised when Kim dated him. Like, you just want to date someone that everyone has dated to the point where it's almost like a joke now. And now Kim dating him made it even more of a trope. Yeah, it, yeah, it just, like, continues. Every time, it just gets crazier and crazier. But that's
1: why I really think there's something so magnetic about him that, like, there, nice, I mean, there girls has to be. being, like, I don't
0: care what the people say. I love yeah. this man. There has to be something like that. I love Madeline Klein. I recently fell into like a rabbit hole of her and Kelsey Ballerini like being friends, which I love. And I think she's like a, I think she's like similar to Pete in the sense like, of course, she's so beautiful and talented. But I think she really has this like way about her, this kind of like, kind of Markle Sparkle. Like people are really drawn to her. And so obviously like the coupling makes sense, but I don't know, I, I, it's like unoriginal. I kind of expected more from Madeline, honestly. I was like really looking forward to who she was going to date after John Bay. The couple makes a lot of sense.
1: If they would stay yeah. together, I would support it. But until they're together for enough time, I'm not paying
0: attention. I How does that co- sound? It sounds like exactly what I was thinking, but couldn't verbalize, so thank you. <laughs> so Jerry's out. Jerry's out, but also, like Pete, take a car, take an Uber, take a taxi, hire a chauffeur at Black Lane. Like, there's a thousand things you driving's do.
1: Driving's just not for you.
0: And Driving's not for everyone.
1: It's sad, but true.
0: It's a sad truth. Are you
1: ready for our next story? Yes. Speaking of Pete... Kim Kardashian is back in bed with Balenciaga. She didn't walk in the show, but she posed for the brand's lookbook. So fans are confused, concerned, because Kim is with Balenciaga again. She didn't actually walk in their fashion show at Paris Fashion Week, but she did pose for the brand's lookbook. The reality star was included in the runway looks provided by the brand following the show on Sunday in Paris, France. Um, and Twitter account tweeted that Kim um Re Kim at Balenciaga. Demna just told this person who's like a fashion person, uh, told me at the after party that Kim is actually not not in Paris anymore. She left after the Victoria Beckham show and party, and they just shot her for
0: the lookbook since she wasn't here. Whatever. She's still like working. Yeah, with I guess she Balenciaga. would have walked
1: if she was in Paris. Wasn't in Paris, right. so she's she's affiliated with the brand once again.
0: I find this so odd and like incongruous because. And this is the conversation we're having with the current season of Kardashians. Like, Courtney's like, all you care about is, like, what people think of you and, like, money and deals. And this is so bad for Kim's image that it seems like such an odd sacrifice. But at the same time, what we know about Kim, and I think she would admit this herself, is, like, how desperate she is for validation from the fashion world, from, like, these legacy brands, these big fashion houses. Like Dolce & Gabbana, she'll throw her sister under the bus. Like Balenciaga, she'll throw morality under the bus. Like, she really is so desperate to be taken seriously and be, like, a serious person and a a respected figure in the fashion world. So like, like I get like that for me, my understanding is like, that's why she's doing it. But at the end of the day, she is so image obsessed, understandably so that this is, there's anytime she wears, like there is backlash and like, it just, it makes people think less of her. So I find it shocking that she would continue to do it.
1: Yeah. I don't understand it. And I don't have a theory as to why she's doing it. I don't think it's just for high fashions approval because there's a, of brands she could work with in the yeah. high fashion space. And so if she was able to like end her relationship with them after, you know, those images, then why would she resume it?
0: Especially she just worked with Dolce. She could have done something else. She could have done right. more Dolce. Yeah. Like Kylie did acne studios. I'm sure there's not like a limited amount of brands that want to work with her. If she wanted to be like Louis Vuitton has like a, a million celebrity Zendaya, Sophie Turner. They have like a million celebrity ambassadors. I don't know. I, I feel like she has a lot of options.
1: Yeah. She has, she works with Fendi for Skims, like right. So it's not just that, and I don't have a theory as to why she continues to do it, especially perhaps, because like maybe I was thinking maybe she signed what a three year contract with them, and like she has to finish it out. Fulfilled. But then she still like wears them in her Casually. off time, off duty.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I perhaps don't know. it's
0: just like a personal relationship with the creative directors and like the team there, and she loves them and wants to work with them it's like and I think you said it and and it's so true at the end of the day like the looks that are being turned out for Balenciaga are not even like giving gorgeous high fashion obsessed model like can't wait to get my hands on it it's so like ugly and tired yeah so to keep going back when there's so much at stake and it's a risk when it's it what is the benefit maybe she has personal relationships with the creative
1: teams there and doesn't believe in her heart of hearts that they are Bad Guilty. people who are exploiting children. Like, and she's, you know, it's kind of like Mila Nash in writing the letter. Right, 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 right. Maybe it's that. Okay. Go
0: off. Go off. It's not for me. Go off in the spandex. Yeah. But speaking of good fashion campaigns. No. No, you don't want to speak of them? No, I do. But you need to speak. Are you aware that you have a job to do today? I, am I aware? that's rude am i aware no i was just saying like you were steamrolling into the fourth story well and there's really, so much work that needs to be done i really wanted to hit my
1: segue and then i was going to circle
0: back to the work that i needed to do oh
1: i th- honestly i thought you had forgotten for real no 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 no. i did not forget we're going to speak of good fashion campaigns and there's a really good high fashion one but there's also a fashion campaign that we need to speak about and that is charlie weinrad for dreamland baby
0: <laughs> charlie Weinreb for dreamland baby agreed
1: because dreamland baby is a sponsor of today's show dreamland baby has the weighted swaddle i've spoken about the weighted swaddle before and how it is amazing and it's a game changer for moms caretakers babies it's been a game changer for charlie so last time i talked about dreamland swaddle i was saying i love it because it obviously has the weighted sleep sack which is pretty much like what a gravity blanket does for you the weighted swaddle does for the baby it's just relaxing they can get calm they can go to sleep it's wonderful i was using it arms out up until this point but i don't know i hit a breaking point like some last week or the week before where I was like I'm putting your arms in because he kept startling and waking himself up the startle mm-hmm. reflex happens until three months old so I put his arms in and I, the reason why I didn't do it at first is because he he's fought himself out of every swaddle I'm like the boy doesn't like to be swaddled I use the dreamland swaddle to swaddle his arms in peace on earth mm. it, it, it is that Velcro, the way that it's just built. It was so good for his arms. He wasn't fighting. He couldn't get out of it. Wasn't even trying because he was so at peace. So I'm here to say not only is the Dreamland Swaddle amazing, weighted arms in, arms out, but the Velcro to keep the arms in, it's a superior swaddle. So I love Dreamland Baby Swaddle for my babies. Go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter our code TOAST at checkout to receive 20% off site-wide and free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. Right now, it is the only swaddle we are using in our house because it's the only thing that brings us some peace, quiet, and wonderful sleep. So if you are looking for some sleep solutions, Dreamland Baby Swaddle, check it out. Also, solutions for Bebez, the Braun thermometer. (sighs) Unfortunately, part of being a parent is watching your kids get sick. And it's just par for the course, especially the older they get. They're out there. Kids have germs. And it's just something you need to accept. But when they are sick, you want to have the right tools on your hand. Hands. uh, Both hands is fine. (laughs) Which is why I love the Braun (laughs) thermometer. Not only does it take baby's temperature accurately, but they also have so many great tools for parents to track baby's sickness, healing, getting better, sharing information with your doctors. A fever in newborns can be more concerning than a fever in toddlers, so they have fever thresholds that you set your thermometer to what age your toddler is and they will let you know if that is a concerning fever. They also have an app where you can plug all this information in and keep track of how your kids are doing, especially if you have multiple kids, it's hard to keep all these numbers apart. So, the Braun Smart Thermometer is the best thermometer on the market. I've been using it all the time. Visit Amazon, search for Braun Smart Thermometer and use code 20TOAST check out for 20% off your order. That's Amazon search Braun smart thermometer and use code 20toast for 20% off of your order. These are two baby products that I genuinely love, use pretty much every single day around here, recommend highly. Now Top I can up. talk about the other good fashion news other than Charlie for Dreamland. For Dreamland baby. <laughs> Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny flaunt their romance in a stylish new Gucci campaign. Now this is how you do fashion this is no this is how you launch a relationship how you a launch a gucci r- campaign A relationship how you partner with a brand right all of it kendall jenner and bad bunny are showing off how smitten they are with each other in the latest gucci campaign In photos posted to the brand's instagram on saturday the two pose together as they carry the gucci valigaria travel collection through an airport so there's a video of them just like taking a few steps through an airport catching flights and feelings yeah. And some pictures to go along with it as well, where they are they look like
0: paparazzi photos of the two. You know, it's a but very... Like so glamorous. It's just a simple... No, it's like an art imitating life. I actually thought, like, the creative direction... This was genius on Gucci's part. However, they got both of them to agree to do this, because Kendall's notoriously private about her relationships. Like, none of her boyfriends are really ever on the show, and... Barely on her Instagram. So this is like kind of crazy public for her, which was shocking. But And and she did it in a way that she's comfortable with, like modeling for a high fashion brand. It's fabulous. I'm shocked, but it's fabulous. I feel like
1: also he's
0: into it too because I feel like maybe her other boyfriends
1: were private themselves and wouldn't have gone for something like this so that makes you want to be private but when you have someone who's used to being in fashion campaigns and is such a big star it's like well let's do our big star tings together it's exactly like Taylor and Travis let's yes. do our big star tings together
0: when it's her and Joe yeah quiet sleepy over there right quite sleepy <laughs> um yeah, and I think Kendall has really been making like major waves at Paris Fashion Week. Like this was a really good PFW for her. Of course, this Gucci thing. She closed the Scaparelli show with the big hair, Fran Fine outfit. She walked as Jenna Lyons for Victoria Beckham. She uh, as the new face of L'Oreal. L'Oreal had a huge fashion show under the Eiffel Tower. It actually looked sick and Kendall had like this kind of like choreographed runway thing it was beautiful like it was actually really 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 cool it was really cool it was cool to see her even though I know she
1: wasn't dancing but people dancing around her and her in the middle made it look like she was dancing it was more of like a
0: light-hearted show I feel like so many of the Paris fashion Week shows are so serious and for Scaparelli, like she got dragged for walking the way that she walked even though all the models were walk- they were clearly told to walk like freaks so when you're a model you just do what you're told yeah I didn't even think it was that weird I've seen much
1: weirder model walks when they walk so angry huffing yeah, and puffing yeah. down the runway I felt like it was one of those like classic you know when you watch like movies from like 1940s that's how like fashion yeah. shows used to look it was just like women parading around a room that was the vibe I got yeah. like I didn't think anything of it and her sister was there like I thought it was all cute the internet has a way of making everything just ruinous
0: no negative. negative negative yeah she literally did nothing wrong but she's kind of been killing it like she's really in the in the press a lot like not for the show not for her like for her line of work which is modeling and I thought it was a fabulous Paris Fashion Week to be Kendall Jenner yeah I feel like she had taken some time off even maybe admittedly
1: when she walked like one show for Prada
0: last year she wasn't
1: like walking as much so she did Versace too I love it for her and I'm happy for her in her new relationship that obviously they're Real. Real enough and, and serious enough that they're going to put it out there like this. Yeah. Even if it doesn't last, that.
0: like, it's beautiful images. It's a moment in time. Wait, right, and even it. if it doesn't last? Okay, so what? She was in a modeling campaign as a model. Like, there are photos of her right. and an ex-boyfriend, but it's just a modeling campaign. Right, like, with a fellow celebrity. It's not like she, like,
1: lifted up, you know, her man off the street and, like... No, it's harmless. Yeah, these two could have been booked for a campaign like this, how, even if they weren't dating. What? And honestly, I feel like that's, a, like, in an
0: alternate universe, how they could have met. Yeah, or maybe they met in the ideation phase for this. Perhaps, perhaps. So cute. It's cute, I like it. I really like them as a couple. Me too. I know it's like a hot take.
1: Really? No, people just like yeah. to hate on her. Yeah. And sometimes it's warranted, but
0: sometimes it's, it's not. It's not, yeah. It's not,
1: only when she's talking about how she's really into wellness.
0: Yeah, and health. Are you ready for our fifth and
1: final story, Claudia? Yeah. It's a story we've been waiting for. Okay. Months and months because we've reached a tentative deal. The WGA and the AMPTP reach a tentative agreement to end the writer's strike, and the picketing has been suspended. The Writers Guild has reached a tentative agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, oh, I guess that's what that stands for, to end its strike after nearly five months. The parties finalized the framework of the deal Sunday when they were able to untangle the stalemate over AI and writing room staffing levels. So they've reached a tentative agreement, which is to say an agreement in principle on all deal points subject to drafting final contract language
0: yeah it doesn't sound like it's for sure no but like people
1: can get back to work while they finalize right. the deal points hopefully there aren't that many major po- sticking points that would make them get back on the picket line
0: that's yeah good. well now that wga is like nearing an agreement it's believed that sag will in the next week like they're mm-hmm. one and the same i forgot
1: that that's like two separate
0: i thought this was like end yeah. of strike no, they're two separate strikes. This but it does also. Right. And this is like what Drew Barrymore was being. Like she was being stri- striked for not striking. Right. Um, so late and night it's like shows she, are going back to showing. Yes. I think those. this week today, like Jamie Fallon's back. They're back now because they needed writers. They don't have like SAG actors. Got it. But actually I- they still can't really have guests. I? Because any SAG member going on to promote a project is in violation of the strike.
1: Okay, but I thought then the SAG joined the WGA like in support of the writers, but now they're stuck on the strike alone?
0: Yeah, no, it was confusing because did SAG go on strike in solidarity with WGA or for their own terms? I believe both. Oh, with, but the SAG and the actors were worried about AI... Yes, everyone was worried about AI. Can AI start writing TV shows? Can AI start replicating? Like you pay a background actor $25 to do one day of work and then you use his AI generated face 25 different times as different background actors in 10 different shows. Yeah, so they have their own gripes that they're striking for. Yes, yes, separate. But similar issues like streaming royalties is for writers and for like they have a lot of the same issues but they're not negotiating together. Got it. Okay, so half. Well,
1: since, okay, so if WGUA was half the strike and they have a tentative deal, I would say, like, we're 25% of the way through?
0: I'd say, like, 35,
1: 40. Okay, well, end is in sight.
0: Yes, and that means that talk shows are coming back. So that whole Drew Barrymore, Bill Maher hoopla was literally for nothing if they had waited two more weeks. Or if they just stuck to their guns, then, like, they would have been doing the right thing anyway. Right. I'm happy everyone's getting back to work. Like, obviously, the people who were striking, but also people Who were not in a union, who were severely impacted and like literally not able to work and didn't have a union underneath them to help them. Right. So it's kind of been like a terrible thing. Like I feel like we've been talking about a lot, but like it's really terrible. It's like people's jobs. Mm -hmm. I just can we all just bake rainbows like we did bake cakes and make rainbows like we did in middle school. Unfortunately not. Did you hear I thought you were going to pick us a a fifth story. I almost picked it like three times last week, but last week was such good stories that it was like Costco selling gold bars yeah, I heard that, but I didn't think that would be story material, especially not for Oh my Monday. God, I think it's so crazy. Why is that crazy? Uh, it's just like what Costco won't sell. They sell mortgages. They sell TVs. They sell chicken. Now they're selling gold bars. Like it's inspiring but the like, way they, they never settle. Why is that crazy?
1: Because they're not they like a bank. Everything.
0: No, it's just, it's shocking. I wasn't shocked by it. Oh, I was. Because when I found out that like, you actually can't anymore, but for a long period of time, you could get a mortgage through Costco. Yeah. I was like, "Oh that my god, was shocking!" Re- yeah. So for me, like gold bars, like who even can you buy? Where can you buy a gold bar? Can you buy one at a bank? No, I don't think so. I feel like you buy it, you know, at the gold district underground, the gold district. Yeah, like to me, it's just like kind of crazy. Yeah, but I guess not to you. No,
1: I guess I was already like my Costco. Bubble had been popped with the mortgage. Like now I'm just like anything in this world you can get at Costco.
0: Yeah, like Olivia and her husband never cease to amaze me. Like his hearing aids, because he's partially deaf from Costco, they they get gas at Costco. I didn't even right. know you get gas right. at Costco. They were taking a trip and we need to rent a car. And so we were like looking on like Avis and shit. They're like, let me check Costco. I'm like, what? Half the price. Yeah, no, so really nothing there's nothing that you could nothing's off limits. There's nothing that you could say you got at Costco. Maybe if you told me you got like a pap smear, I'd be shocked. But I, and- Actually, I wouldn't. I feel like because you can get like glasses at Costco. I feel like you could probably get your eyes checked. Like at LensCrafters, they have like an ophthalmologist. I feel like they definitely have like an ophthalmologist at LensCraft. I mean at Costco to like give you your prescription. And that's a, ho- a hop, skip and a jump from a pap smear. Like <laughs> Dr. Kirkland does it all. <laughs> 100%. Interesting. Well, those were the fast size stories. You definitely needed to know all of them, and it was so great to catch up with you guys. Tomorrow, here's a scheduling update. Mm. Tomorrow, Jax is off, and we have Jake Shane, the octopus lover from TikTok, joining me in studio. Wednesday, Jax is back, Jax correct? Jax is back on Wednesday, yes. Thursday, I have Hannah Burner in studio with me, and then Friday, Jax virtual. Jax virtual. This is virtual, by the way. Yeah, audio and video. Yeah, so I'll see you
1: guys on Wednesday. Make sure to pre-order the camera and the Counselor if you haven't already. New Jersey Toasters, come see me. Saturday, October 14th, Books and Greetings. If you want to secure your spot before the event fight link drops, call the store or just wait for the link. It's going to be so much fun. Bring your littles. We're going to have a blast. And make your littles say "More, more. More. If you really want more. Scream and sing it out louder. Oh, I'm excited for right. when Usher does okay. the halftime show and there's going to be
0: an ASL interpreter who's going to be like, if you really want more. Oh my God, actually, that's an amazing call. The kids are going to go wild. It should, By the way, it should be Miss Rach. <laughs> Free idea, NFL. It should be Miss Rach. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show to the Millennium Morning Show. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. you listen to podcasts. Find us so a totally five-star review about a beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day and we'll see you tomorrow in studio with Jake Shane. Don't miss it. Love you. Bye. Love ya. Bye.